Do you like books? Well, so do we. So let's talk about them. This is Pages and Pages. Pages and Pages. Welcome to Pages and Pages, where two best friends talk about all things books. That's Sophia. And that's Morgan. Throughout the month of October, Pages and Pages will be having a spooky reading month, where we read only spooky books. And by spooky books, I mean the scary stories to tell in the dark trilogy by Alvin Schwartz. Read along with us if you want, and hop back on that spooky nostalgia train. But before we talk about those stories, first... Welcome to episode... Um, fifteen. You know, it's like fifteen-ish. <laughs> I truly don't know. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen is fine. <laughs> it's fifteen. Okay. How you doing today, friend? <laughs> well, you know, you've had a better day than yeah today. I mean, like when I had to call you in the middle of the work day, um, for a kind of an emergency. Yeah. Um. A library emergency. Yeah, work-related emergency that I needed to call you about. Yeah. And it, when I started my day, I didn't, like, <laughs> if I was going to list off things that could have happened today yeah. at work. It wasn't that. It it wouldn't have been in the top 50. <laughs> no. Not even 100. And we can't talk about it, but just, no. just imagine bad and then think, like, worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. A hundred percent. But the fact that it even happened at all. I'm just... Horrible. (laughs) And it just makes me laugh because it's so bad. Right. Like, is this real life? Did that actually happen? Did that actually happen? Yeah. Huh. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. So... Hmm. My day's been uh, boring. Right. Other than that. Uh, Yeah. Other than me making you, like, deal with this issue as well. (laughs) It's fine. Totally fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I think... I mean, my week's been, like, since we recorded last, a very boring. Mm-hmm. I, my family and I went to some apple orchards. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Yes. Yeah? A, a lovely fall tradition. It was very lovely. I'm going to a pumpkin patch this weekend. <gasps> you are! I'm gonna. I'm That's so, so fun. The whole fam? Yes. I thought so. I That's think so. Most usually, of the fam. Most of the fam. Most of them. Yeah. We had a little bit of an incident at um, my apple orchard. We were in what? a parking lot. Oh, and, no. Um, <laughs> is this just coming to you? <laughs> yeah, I just thought about it. It didn't even happen to me. I don't know. And it was me and my sister and my two nieces mm-hmm. in the back. They are 16 and 15. And um, my sister was driving. Well, she was in the driver's seat. She wasn't driving. But she had her purse and she was like, hey, niece. Can you take my purse and put it in the back seat? And my niece takes that purse and just yanks on it. And it's still attached to her shoulder. And all of a sudden, my sister is like screaming in pain. Oh, no. And we're all like, okay. Like frozen. We don't know what to do. And I'm like, what's the matter? Like, what? And her shoulder, like, dislocated? We thought it did, but... Like some muscle, I don't know, something muscle happened. And she couldn't move her arm. Oh no! And so she starts freaking out, and I'm freaking out. And then the guy next to us in the parking lot is like, hey, is she gonna okay? Is she gonna die? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. That's no what one asked Yeah. And so I looked at him, I just slowly rolled up my window, and I turned it to my sister. 
<laughs> sorry, let me get. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me contact with this let guy. Me, yeah, and he was like old and had like a big Santa beard and just like, don't talk to me, sir. Like, pulling back up. <laughs> and so we all kind of panic. And my mom and dad are in the car next to us. And so we're like, what? What do we do? I need an adult to your adult right. to figure out the problem. And I'm trying to stay calm because my niece for the, is, for the kids. For the kids. And so we call their mom, who's up there on a whim. Well, she's there she, too. She, uh, <laughs> and she's a nurse. And we're like, hey, um, so we have a problem. I don't know if it's like dislocated or what. Like, do we have to go to an ER? Because there's no hospital in this town. Because there's right. like a population of like 200 people in this town. Right. We have no idea where the nearest hospital is because we don't live up here. And <laughs> she like dehydrated. She just had a pulled muscle. I, see, I feel like it was a pulled muscle, but so she got out of the car and I'm like, I don't want to, if it's popped out, I can't handle it. Like I'll freak right, out yeah, because like, I no can't, thank you. I can't handle anything medical mm-hmm. related. It freaking freaks me out. <laughs> uh, and so they, like their mom comes up and like, you know, try to calm my sister down and um, like she's distracting her while my dad pushes on it and kind of pops it back in <gasps> and we're all like, okay <laughs> yeah and so she's okay now <laughs> oh my god but she had a good cry about it and then we put an ice pack on her where it's leaked and then her shirt was all wet it was a whole thing it was a good where thing. did the ice pack come from well it was ice from our cooler that my dad put into a sandwich bag so ah. he made his own ice pack and efficient we tied her arm up in a sling made from a sweatshirt and I was like, you guys were Girl Scouts. Don't they teach that in Girl Scouts how to make a sling? I don't know. You were in Girl Scouts? Yeah, but they were more recently than I was. Ah. Uh, and The uh, nieces. Yes, the nieces. <laughs> and uh, so they fashioned one on a sweatshirt. Because, like, you're, you were a Girl Scout in, like, the 90s. Yeah, but I'm also, like, 100 years old. I don't remember anything. So Right. Well, not 100. It feels like I'm 100. Um, so that was the only, like, we had a really fun time. But it was kind of dramatic. It was like a little soured at the end because we thought we were going to have to go to the ER and then we didn't. And I don't, she seems okay now. I talked to her today and she seems fine. Did she, did she drive home? I drove, um, her vehicle most of the way home mm-hmm. until she had to drive. Right. Cause you had left your car. Yes. Cause then I was in my parents' vehicle and she had to take my nieces home. So oh. Cause they, she, we they had were to split up. Yes. So nice. she ended up having to drive. She uh, my niece's mother, uh, had, she told her, she was like, yeah, just, you know, keep trying to use it. You can't let it stiff up because it'll, it'll hurt more. It'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, you just have to keep it moving even though it sucks. And it's, a, I'm like, oh, sucks to be you. <laughs> like, I felt really bad. Yeah. Was, and I'm sure your niece, like, who pulled on her purse. Yeah. Bad. She, but she like couldn't stop laughing. So that's what she does in these situations. She can't, she doesn't know what to do. So she just laughs. Right. And I'm like, it's not. She's like, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> it was me today at work. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I don't know what else to do. I'm just laugh. Because it's awkward. Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, it was fine. My weekend was... Your niece and I have so much in common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have... My antidote is not as funny as yours. That's... Yeah. Wow. I mean, okay. That's not funny. It's kind of sad. <laughs> right. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, you're... No, no, no. It's funny now, like, looking back on it. But then I was like... Right. <gasps> What's going to happen? <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. No. Um, so I have, this is just a short, so like I'm directing a play, right? Yeah. 
which I think I've mentioned before. Um, if not, that's something that's happening. Surprise! <laughs> and um, last night we were talking at practice, and like like a week ago we had um, talked about how because my co-director. A couple years ago, I was in the the first and only play that he has directed, and now he's co-directing with me. And me being in his play, it was the first play I'd ever been in. Oh. And he, had, he had mentioned, he said, what was that funny line that so-and-so had? And I was like, man, I don't know. So the other day, I found my old script, and I flipped through it, and I read through all of her lines, and she just had such great lines. It was hilarious. And we were sitting, and I brought it to play practice last night, and I was like, hey, my guy, look what I look what I brought. I, my script from the play. So he starts reading through it, and then he starts reading me my prompt lines yeah. from the thing. And there was this. My character was just this idiot, right? Not idiot. Well, she was stupid. Um, <laughs> but she was like super slutty, and she was. Oh, it was oh, it was hilarious and dumb, dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she was. She's an actress, and she's basically flirting and you know she's sleeping with the director basically okay. the director of this tv show that they're filming yeah in the middle of the desert and then someone gets murdered it's fine um <laughs> perfectly normal yeah yep and so there's a part where before it gets all dramatic he's like well i'll tell you more later my liebchen and <laughs> my character goes liebchen that lives in the sea right <laughs> liebchen Liebchen, because he's he's German. Oh. So, you know, he's like, oh, my little Liebchen. And I'm like, oh. That lives in the ocean, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's like, uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I love that German accent. Right? I love it. And it's so funny, because then we were joking about it, because there's another guy who's uh, in this one that I'm directing, who was, it was also his first play. Okay. And we are, you know, discussing it. We're reminiscing. It's so fun. And then we have um, five middle schoolers who are in this production. And they're like, what? What are you guys talking about? Oh, my God. That sounds funny. Wow. That sounds like a good show. And we're like, oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. It's so fun. <laughs> they're like, wow. I wish we could have watched it. And I was like, actually, we have copies of the recordings at the library for you to check out fun so, fact yes cute it was super cute so what then, production was it uh murder at the okay corral oh okay and so my niece texted me this morning and said who's also in the play that i'm directing and she goes hey can you um check out that dvd and give it to my mom when you see her today and i was like Heck yeah. Absolutely. Cute. <laughs> and then I saw her tonight. She's like, oh, I'm about halfway through it. It's so good. You guys are so funny. It's such a good show. And I was like, oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> like, wasn't my character oh my just stupid? She goes, oh my God, it's so good. I think you have a great actor. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, I must, I, I play dumb well. I think, <laughs> I think I play idiot. You play idiot. an airheaded character apparently very well. Very well. Yeah. yeah. Because I just remember just, like, sitting on the couch and being like, hi. Like, I'm, like, I'm like you know, flirting with him as he's sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. How can I channel all those girls from high school into this character? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Ooh. I did. <laughs> fine like one of those girls like that's that's what i was channeling is like one of those girls and then one of those girls who just thinks that she can sleep with like yeah to get to the top which right is what this character was trying to do right but actually there was a big twist at the end and it was really cool 
So super fun. Also, when I got home today, Nick, the lovely Nick. Hi, Hi Nick. Hi, Nick. Um, he's like, so what is this um special edition that you just got? Oh no. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, the special edition, the one you got from the UK. <laughs> what book is that? <laughs> Where is it? And I was like, listen. Like, first of all, we were, we were like, you know, like the one we're recording today. Yeah. Is one that won't post for like another two weeks. Right. So like, I don't remember what I said three weeks ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Even though I know off the top of my head. I know exactly what book <laughs> Yeah, and then I walk over from the to the shelf, and I I, I gently bring it from the shelf, and I bring it into the kitchen. Look, look, look honey. it's gorgeous. And then look, and then I open it up. I go, look at that gold. Look at that. Isn't that gorgeous? Look at the end, the blue. <laughs> it's such a beautiful solid blue. It's such a beautiful book. Oh, and he's no. like, okay. All well, right. you don't tell me about it. And I was like, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Fair warning. I have a special edition. <laughs> You have to tell him in advance. Of House in the Cerulean Sea and Under the, Under the Whispering Door, door both t- coming from by TJ Clue. Ooh, I said, I told him they were coming from Waterstones, but they're coming from uh, Illumicrate. Illumicrate. Yes. Yes. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> sorry, honey. I won't remember to tell you this when I get home, so you'll find out here. They're you'll coming find out. from Illumicrate. They're coming in like November. Oh, it's so long. It's a bummer. It is, but yeah. I'll have the book hopefully read by then. Which transitions us into what have you been reading so far? What have you been reading? You go first. Well, okay. I've only finished one book. I've been in a weird mood where I haven't really been interested in any books that I'm reading. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I finished one and I think it's what has put me off because it was so terrible. I'm not going to talk about it very much because it's like just, I don't want to sit here and bash it because it's not good. Oh no. Um, I saw it on TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's called... Beautiful Things Evil People Do by Kaylee Samuels. Huh. Yeah, so it's about this girl who... What is it called? Beautiful? Beautiful Things Evil People Do. Okay. I gave it two stars. I'd given it a one and a half if I could have, but I can't. Because oh, Goodreads geez. hates one half stars for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I should know it wasn't... Based on the description that I heard on TikTok, I should have known it wasn't something I'd be interested in. But I wanted to read it anyway. It's about this girl who wants to be, like, assaulted sexually. That That's her kink. Oh, no. Yeah, immediately I should have been like, oh, no. Don't yeah, read that Yeah, the, literally the reaction yeah. I just had. Um, and so she posts, they call on the dark web, which just sounds stupid. Right. Um. It's like this dark Craigslist, it kind of seems like. Mm-hmm. Like, wanted someone to... Murder me. Or whatever. Yeah. And sexual assault me. And oh my God. Can, I, am, I work here, and <gasps> this is what I look like. And this guy finds it, and he's like, I have to help her. Okay. And protect her. So... What? Yeah, he sees that, and he's like, well, it's so weird, dude. And so he like follows her to protect her from anyone who could do this to her and tries to help her understand why she likes this sort of thing. Uh It's dude, it's freaking bonkers. I honestly just started skimming through it because it's just not good. Oh no. I hated everything about it. So that's the only book that I've read and it's disappointing and sad. 
you know, okay, so that's crazy, because that actually reminds me of, I watch, um, Bailey Sarian, Murder Mystery Makeup Monday, she posts videos oh, every Monday okay. on YouTube. Yeah, I've heard of her. And there was an old episode she did, and it was about a woman who, she was like, married, you know, just in her early 20s, I think, and I think early 20s, anywho, and she, like, it was like early internet and she found this website or like these online forums where you could you know people would talk about you know the the emergence of the web so she's talking people are talking about sex and you know all this stuff and then she basically goes on these forums and is like i want to find someone to kill me during sex oh my god yeah but that's what that reminds me yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And so then this guy, like, reaches out and he's like, I'll fucking kill you. What the heck? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So then she, okay, spoiler alert, she goes and she, like, takes a train and she meets him and then goes to his trailer and then is, like, missing for so long. And then they, they, they basically, they follow because she had left her note for her husband and he waited a couple days because he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they wait a few days and then they figure out like the paper trail i think i think maybe they go through a computer i can't remember exactly what happened and um they find this guy find his trailer and then he's like what and then they go inside and there's just fucking just it's Blood disgusting everything. in there in general because he was like um like disgusting divorcee yeah. yeah and like all this shit and then they like look out into like his yard like at the edge of the property or something like that and she's fucking buried out there oh my god and he like they literally he had her in his trailer for a few days ew like it was insane wow i think they also ended up finding like child pornography on his computer or something like that too so i mean i'm not surprised right uh but that's what that story reminds me of yeah um but this is a true story Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is made up. Thank God. I'll send you a video. Um, cause yeah, because I kind of. I love Bailey Sarian. I love all of her videos. Um, I like the person on TikTok was like, "Oh, consensual non-consent is what like it's the trope is called or whatever." <sighs> so I, you know, I'm that's kind of what made me go. I maybe I just shouldn't be reading for a bit. <laughs> but I, I I'm, I'm currently reading. It's called Empire of the Vampire by Jay Kristoff. It just came out in September. That's a that's a hefty boy. She is thick. Um, it's like 750 pages. Jesus Christ. If not 800. And I'm about 100 pages in and I am bored to tears. And it's really upsetting because I like Jay Kristoff. I haven't read any of his books he's written by himself. But I like the Illuminate Files that he wrote with Amy Kaufman. And I, I like... The Aurora Cycle books that he wrote with Amy Kaufman. So, um... This is kind of disappointing. Yeah, I'm gonna keep slugging through it. It's told... What's it about? I don't really even know yet. Because it's about vampires, obviously. Uh, this guy... (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Surprise! Uh, (laughs) This guy... I I think his name is Gabriel. I've forgotten. Um, Oh, no. He (laughs) is like this legendary kind of vampire slayer i think and it's like the world is confusing me it's the story of how he became the vampire slayer but he's telling it to someone else in this book so it's you're getting him talking to this person while also him talking about his life it kind of reminds me of interview with a vampire 
It's all. It's compared to Interview with the Vampire, and it's compared to Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss, which is the same kind of format where it's someone just telling a story to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I keep falling asleep while I'm reading it. <laughs> Shit. And it's just boring me to tears, and it's upsetting because I have a special edition from Waterstones over there, and I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna end up selling it because I don't really want two editions of a book I'm not liking. Right. But I'm, I'm going to try and finish it. You can do it. It's just going to take me a bit. Yeah. So. You might need to read a couple in between. Yeah. And I've started doing that because I picked up another book. Um, Which is? Good question. That's not my phone. Is it my phone? This is my phone. That's your phone. Mine's in yeah. my pocket. Okay. We have very similar phones. It's, it's very... I mean... My case is a little lighter than yours, I think. Yeah. I need a new case. Or just like a new phone. But that's fine. <laughs> um... <laughs> I talked about it before. It's called The Spanish Love Deception. I can't see who the author is, and that's kind of annoying. Can you look it up on, um, I don't know, Goodreads? That's directly in front of me? Yeah. yeah. On that good old laptop? Spanish Love. Elena Armaz. And then this is about a girl who's going home to Spain for her cousin's wedding or something, and she told her parents that she has a boyfriend. And they're like, okay, great. They're really excited about it. And then, oh, great, bring him? Yeah, bring him. Wonderful. She's never had a, brought a boyfriend home before. And they're like, oh, well, cool. And um, she didn't have a boyfriend, so she lied. And now she doesn't know what to do. This guy she hates at work is like, well, just take me. So now it's like this weird love, hate, hate love, fake dating kind so, of thing. Yes. I love fake dating. Yeah, it's okay right now. Um, oh, no. Their dynamic is a little weird at work, which is where they hate each other at uh-huh. work. And so it's just... I'm just getting into it. I'm only on, like, chapter four. Hmm. That's that's it for me. How about you? Okay, well, last week I had already started Dorothy Must Die, mm-hmm. which is the first book in the Dorothy Must Die series by Danielle Page. Um, I rated it two stars. I've heard it's not good. I did not like it. Yeah. Um, I read it for Teen Book Club. It's got a 3.8. Right. Um, on Goodreads. Did they like it or you haven't had it yet? We haven't had our book club meeting. Okay. It's, uh, next week. Gotcha. So, I'm not too excited. Yeah. Um, I did not like it. It was a really big book. It sucked. I just didn't, I didn't like the main character. I didn't like, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, it's like a, a Dorothy Wizard of Oz like retelling. Isn't so it? yeah, of? it's this main character. Um, God, I want to say her fucking name was like Kim. It was oh. really dumb. <laughs> um, Kim, man. <laughs> right? It doesn't even say it in the description. Oh. Amy. It was Amy. Ah. I was like, okay, Amy. Whatever. <laughs> Basically, Amy has a shitty life. She lives in Kansas. Her mom's a piece of shit. Her dad, I don't know, dead, gone. You know, he left. That's what it was. Okay. He left when she was a kid. Gotcha. Um, there's Twister. She goes up in her, their trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, is left with her mother's pet rat. Ew. Um, like, her mother, like, took off um, to go to, like, a Twister drinking party or something like that. Because there's going to be a Twister, like a, a, a tornado or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And uh-huh. leaves her alone because she's a piece of shit. And, um... <laughs> She lands in Oz in her trailer, so it's, like, modern, you yeah. know, I think this book was written in 2014. Right. And, uh, Oz has gone to shit, because Dorothy, after she went back to Oz, mm-hmm. came, or back to Kansas, came back to Oz. 
And they were like so happy that they made her queen of Oz. And she ran it into the ground. And she ran into the ground. She's cool. stealing magic. She's evil. Dude, she's... Dorothy sucks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And she's got Glinda uh, helping harvest magic out of the ground with. <gasps> Glinda? Yeah, with no. like little like munchkin slaves. Oh it's my insane. god. What the? This is like a fever yeah. dream, man. Yeah, what? and like the, the lion like feasts off of people's fear. Ew. And, um, like, there's a part where he, like, reaches out to someone and he, she thinks she's just touching her face, but he comes back and pops something in his mouth. And he took out their fucking eyeball. It was disgusting. Oh, my God. I hated it. Yikes. And then, like, the Tin Woodman is, um, in love with Dorothy because, you know, he now has a heart or he right. wants a heart or whatever it is. Right. And he's just this horrible, like, um, general to her you know, evil army or something. And the scarecrow uh, does science experiments and tortures the flying monkeys. What the heck? It's really fucked up. I don't, I don't think there's a part where Dorothy, like there's a mouse in her dressing room and she makes one of the maids. Cause Amy basically like goes undercover in the castle Mm -hmm. and she makes the main maid like catch the mouse and then um, smash it to death in her own hand. And then she tells her to put it in her pocket. Like, what the fuck, Dorothy? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, Dorothy must die because she is evil. Gotcha. I think I donated that book to the library. You probably did. Because I didn't want it anymore. Yeah, no, it was bad. I don't like it. It's really big, too, so I don't think my teens are actually going to finish it. So, yeah. exciting for me. <laughs> Fun. And a book I finished today was <gasps> Recipe for Persuasion. Oh. Uh, this is number two in the Raj's series. Um, I think they're um, similar setup to like the Brown Sisters where you don't have to read the first one right. or read the second like one, which companions. is good because... You didn't read them. Because um, I didn't read the first one. Right. Because um, the first one, because this is Recipes, Recipe for Persuasion, which is based off from Jane Austen's book Persuasion. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first book in the series is based off of Pride and Prejudice and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, and this is, it's by uh, Sonali Dev. And it's about our main character, her, basically she runs her father's, her late father's uh, Indian restaurant. And her father basically, he left a legacy. He used to be a prince and then he had to come to the United States because he couldn't live in India anymore. I think that's the country they came from. I could be wrong, but it's in the same region. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the main character gal has to join a cooking show so she can save her restaurant. And then it turns out that her ex-boyfriend from high school, who she, he was a hidden boyfriend, she didn't tell her family about him. And um, he joined the cooking show too because, one, he can't um, play soccer anymore because he fucked up his knee. And then he... Um. Want, then he joins the cooking show as a celebrity. It's like um, like Dancing with the Stars, but with a res- a cooking show. What's it called again? Um, recipe for persuasion. It was really great. I gave it four stars. I it didn't absolutely like love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh, full disclosure, I never read. Uh, I've never read a Jane Austen book. Was it Jane Austen? It's Jane Austen, right? Yeah, she wrote like, Persuasion. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I feel like having a, a mental breakdown. <laughs> right. Is it Jane Austen? <laughs> like, questioning myself. Yeah, because um, I see it's like something about yeah, Pride and Prejudice and other flavors. Yeah. 
and the incense insensibility yes. so yeah they're all Jane Austen and books. I have no idea um what the first book's about I just knew that I wanted to read them because we got them in yeah at the library right. and then um I put holds on them for bridges and then I'm gonna sneeze God bless you apparently I'm not gonna do it anymore just kidding you scared he, it away he hates you um and <laughs> thank you you're welcome um, I thought it would be um closer uh layout um to the brown sisters mm-hmm. books because this is a trilogy you know it's right. romance right but there was a lot more of like our main character and i can't remember her name ashna Gosh. um her mother was forced into the marriage with her father and there was um some bad things that happened in that marriage that she the ashna never knew about and so she always thought her mother was uh, had abandoned her, and oh. her mother was a horrible person, and never wanted to be with her. But it wasn't because of her, right? Um, but I really liked it. Um, it was long, but not I bad. see it's four hundred and sixty four pages. It's yeah, too long for a romance. Yeah. So Con- I don't even know. I mean, it's not like romance, romance, but I mean it's romance. It, yeah, it's a, like a contemporary sort of. Yeah. Not necessarily romance, but yeah. Yeah. Um, comparing everything to the Brown Sisters is just going to make you sad because it's so it's so superior. Good. Right, right. I, I understand. Right, but yeah. I mean, similar, you know, trilogy yeah, series, same kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. And you know, people from another culture, which was right. very interesting to yeah, listen that'd to. Be an they, part you know, of it. the clothing, the you know, she's a you know, their her mother had a big red bindi in the I think that's what it's called in mm-hmm. the middle of her forehead, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh yeah, I, that's you cool. Know, and I just love, of course, learning about. Those kind of things. Right. So, because we're boring white people. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, it was really nice to um, kind of branch out, of course, and get awesome um, that story. That sounds good. Um, and I think his character is from, like, Brazil. Oh, I so, just got out of it. Oh, his name was, like, I thought it was Rico Suave at first. <laughs> like, that's terrible. <laughs> but, but it is Rico. <laughs> yeah, it is Rico. It was, like, Rico Silva. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it is. But I kept reading it as Rico Suave. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> like, no. stop it. Stop it, brain. That's not how words work. <laughs> yes. So. Fun. I really liked it. Cool. And then um, I read the story, obviously, that we were both reading for today. Yes, that's a little bit of a, tra- also, you're so good at transition. Oh, my God. Oh, my thanks, God. Uh, we both read, since it's October and spooky season, Ooh. Uh, we decided to read a, sp- <laughs> a quote-unquote spooky book. Uh, <laughs> it was spooky when we not were kids. <laughs> when we were kids. Right. I think we should read like a spooky book, but I know you, so I don't think you want to. This is probably as spooky as we're going to get. Yeah. Sophia hates scary things. I think we had this discussion last week about scary things. Because we talked about this book, Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. Uh, collected by Alvin Schwartz. Um, it was a book that I thought was like a fever dream as a child because I loved it. And I was like, is it real? Did I just <laughs> dream that? Did really happen? Yeah. And so we're like, we should just read that. So we're going to read the whole series yeah. for... Through the month of October. Month of October. Um, and so we read this first book, which is just scary stories to tell in the dark. Not together, but you know, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of want to talk about it because I remember... After reading it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did read this as a child because mm-hmm. I remember these stories very well. And so I so I actually have a copy of More Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which is the second book in the series. 
that was like passed down from my siblings. That's cool. And I actually will post it on our Instagram sometime here in the month of October so that you can see just this old copy. She's and it's a little beat up. It's a little beat up, taped together, and it's super cute. I love it. Just it. Shows you how much I read it. And yeah, then, of course, I got that's it. so cute. I think from my sister, um, my closest sister. So I have a feeling it kind of, that's how it came into my possession. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. Awesome. And, uh, it was super fun. So I had never read any of these stories in this volume before. Oh, okay. But I had read the ones in more scary stories to tell the gotcha. a billion times. Right. So this was a new experience for me for this. It's one. just so funny because you don't like scary things, and that you were obsessed with these. I was obsessed these, with reading like... them to my cousins to freak oh, them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So do you have any specific ones that were like, oh, that's really well, good? Because I have a couple. Yeah. That I remember distinctly and like I still think of to this day. Right. I, I mean, cause I hadn't read them yeah, before. Yeah, right. But there was one where I was like, oh, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. I had, I think had like a couple of times. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's really good. <laughs> Mine is called, oh gosh, where did it go? High Beams. Oh, yeah. I remember actually hearing that story. Yes. When I was a kid before I even knew these books existed. Oh, really? It's like a famous story, I think. Yeah. And I uh, one thing I learned about, I mean, there's a whole big part of the second half of this book is like a bunch of annotations. Yeah. I thought of, I was like, oh, man, I have more of this book. Did. I was like, yeah. Oh. oh. Huh. A research he did to put these stories together. So High Beams is the story of this woman driving in her car. And there's a car behind him that keeps turning his high beam, their high beams on and off. And she freaking freaks out. Because she's like, oh, do they want to go around me? Yeah, no. like, okay, like, go around me, whatever you want to do. And so she's like, okay, crap. What's this, car's, this car's following me, me and it's going to hurt me. And I think she, I don't remember if she goes to, like, the police. In here, she goes home. She goes home. Yes. And to find out that the guy is turning his high beams off. Because he sees a, a person with a knife in her back seat. He saw, yeah, in this in this story, and, it was like he saw yeah. him, like, climbing her back of her car. But yeah, and he's like, I don't her. have time to tell her, so I'm going to follow her and make sure she's okay. And every time the guy, like, went up to, like, get her, he turned his high beams on. So then that guy would be like, oh, shoot, 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 and hide back in his seat. Yeah. Like, that freaking freaked me out. And <laughs> so, so scary. And, that, and to this day, I'm like, I look at my back seat. As you should. As, as you should. But, like, I can't help but look at my back seat because I think there could be someone back there. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. you think of that story. Yes. And then I, it remind, like, it freaks me out having someone behind, like, I, I, I'm obviously always aware of who's driving around me, what cars I pass. Like, I'm, I'm very paranoid about a lot of things. <laughs> and so if someone is behind me like that, I would also be freaked out and turning their brights on and off at me. Mm-hmm. That happened to me one time. Someone followed me. I was driving around in the big town that I was living in mm-hmm. when I went to college. And no. this person, um, I don't know if they thought, I don't know if I had accidentally cut them off. I don't know, you know. Oh, it's like a road rage do. thing. I, pr- I think so. Oh, people are psycho. Yeah, and they felt this person, I don't know who it was, followed me around for like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, like I'll just go, I'll just drive over here. I'll just drive over here. And I got to the point where I was like, fuck it, I'm going to drive home. Like to my parents' house. Yeah. Like, and so I started heading out of town and then they eventually stopped following me. But I was like, oh my God, you psycho. Right. Oh my God, that's scary. Yeah. Oh, people are crazy. Yeah. I think I'm I'm also thinking of, I listened to a podcast, it's called Let's Not Meet, 
where people submit their own like scary stories. Oh, you told me about that. Oh my god. And this woman was in. She had just had twins, and they were not just, but like they were like a year old, and she was shopping by herself in like Target. And this woman came up to her with the twins. With the twins, she was by herself. Okay. And this woman, like an older woman, came up to her and she was asking her questions about her kid. It was specifically about the girl, and. The, she was getting like super weird vibes and so she would try to move her car and that lady would like move in front of her and then she'd move her car and her move in front of her so she was freaking out and so finally she's like my, my husband's waiting for me at, at checkout like I have to go so she freaking yeets out of there like super quick and she doesn't know how to get the kids in the car without leaving one unattended so she like figures all that out and so she, she calls her husband and she's he's like pay attention to the cars that are around you like when you go home, on your way home, pay attention to who, you know, if someone's following you. So she figures out there's a car following her. Mm-hmm. Follows her all the way to her husband's work. Because she's like, I can't go home like this. This car's following me. Yeah. And so she goes to her husband's work where there's like a gated community. And that car follows her all the way up until there. And like uh, when she was driving around, she was being like that car would go around her and try to cut her off. <gasps> yeah. It was freaking terrifying. <gasps> And come to find out, there was, like, a string of um, kidnappings with... Oh, my God! And, like, sex trafficking. And yeah. so they're trying to steal her little girl. Like, that's, that actually happened to somebody. It's freaking terrifying. Her fucking one-year-old. Her one-year-old toddler. Oh, dude. I was... I should stop watch. I should stop listening to this podcast, but I love it so much. That, it like, I, I see this story in this book but like happening in real life there are reasons these stories yeah. exist yeah and it's because shit like that happens all the time in real life yes that's terrifying oh my god that is terrifying mm-hmm. why do you like to be scared i don't get it i don't know but it like makes me super aware of what's going like it reminds me to be aware all the time right as a, as a woman even you know yes. especially as a woman yeah it just oh, scary so one of my favorite stories in here, because like I said, I had never read any of this. Yeah. I really loved um, The Coldest Clay. Ooh, what's that one? Which was the um, girl fell in love with the farm boy, I think. And then she gets sent away to like her aunt's house. And the the farm boy died. And Oh, yeah. And then she, you know, the boy comes to the house mm-hmm. and then takes her to her dad's and she's like dad you wanted me what's up and he's like what are you talking about and she's like well farm boy brought me here and he's like mm-hmm. what are you talking what about he talking died about? yeah but the dad never told her that he died yes and then they dig up the body yeah. and he and she had given him his, her handkerchief or something because his because he said his head hurt yeah and she's like well here take my my hanky and then so they dig him back up and they find they find his hanky on her her, on hang, him. her handkerchief yeah. yeah that's insane like that's creepy yes yeah. i loved it yeah I also liked, oh gosh, I gotta find it. You think I would have marked them, but that would be I was way I would have, but I was reading too. it in bed. Um, the Hook. Uh-huh. Um, I remember that one as from as a child as well. And it's funny because I, I can, those, the same story happens in like TV shows. Cause I, what, I think it was in Supernatural maybe. Mm-hmm. Or there was, okay, so the story is about... This couple goes to the movies, um, and then they're probably going to go park, you know, uh-huh. in a parking, yeah, parking up, up in the, in the hills or whatever to go make out and stuff. <laughs> um, 
And there's a murderer who had escaped from the state prison nearby. And he was armed with a knife and was headed south on foot. And his left hand was missing. And in this place, he had a hook. And, the, and like, and like the, the radio interrupts. Yeah, they were on the radio. Like, and they're like, she's like, that's not very far away. That's so scary. And he's like, oh, don't worry, honey. And like, let's make out. Like, right. Whatever. And like, we'll lock the doors and let's make out. Like, that's. Yeah. Girls are always afraid of something. Oh, God. I wanted <laughs> to punch him in the face. That and sentence. so then she starts hearing this scratching at the door. And she's like, it sounds like someone's trying to get in. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. We'll just go and home. She's like, so she goes, would you like to come in and have some cocoa at home? <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes, no, I've got to go home. So, like, he gets... Stupid boy. Gets out, and then there's, they find out there's a hook. Yeah, he goes, like, on the, uh, on the open door. her door. Yeah, and there's a hook. Oh, my God, that's scary. Yeah. Like, I ooh, love it. Ooh, it gives me the, gives me the heebie-jeebies. I love it. Because it reminds me of a, of a Supernatural episode. I think it's Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Where there's... Like, a hook involved, where the guy, like, kills people with a hook, but he it's a whole big thing. But, like, that is a common, yeah, like, scary thing in a lot of mm-hmm. books. It also reminds me of, um, I know what you did last summer, but I know you haven't seen it. Of course so, not. So, there's, there's, there's a hook involved. There's also a thing about um, hooks in um, the main character, Chris, in um, Adventures in Babysitting. Oh yeah! When she talks about yeah. like she's trying to tell the kids like a scary story before bed or something, mm-hmm. and then, or no, it was in the car. They're the... driving in the car yeah. into the yeah. city, and yeah. then she's like telling the girl a story, and the boys in the back seat just as scared as the girl. I freaking love We're that more movie! Oh my god, I love that's that classic. Movie. It's so good. And then like she's like, and then he scratch out her eyes or something <laughs> like that. For a hand. Oh my god! And then so like the, and then and then the guy who came to like. Help them with their flat tire. Had a hook for a hand, and they're freaking out. And oh yeah, yep. Oh, that movie's a classic. It's so good. Oh my god. And it it also reminds me of a story that my uh, childhood best friend, her dad would tell the story of a guy called Hooker Melvin, oh, who would live in her tree outside her window, and like at night, he would take his hook and like go at the window, and it freaking freaked me the hell out. So then that's always a story they would tell about this guy who lives in her tree. Like, why would you tell In the tree outside her child? Uh, his child? Outside her window. At what her house. What the fuck? And there was a tr- obviously a tree right outside there. So when I would spend the night, I, I remember distinctly there was a storm. And of course that, yeah, of course that freaking tree, it's so windy that tree's bouncing up against the window. And so it's me the entire time in our in my sleeping bag going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, am I going to die? <laughs> Am I going to die here? Am I going to get murdered by Hooker Melvin right now at this sleepover at the age of 10? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So I'm like scarred for life from that. No big deal. It's totally fine. I just hate looking at windows now as an adult. Right. Yeah. Like, thanks. then like you look at a window and there's like someone in a ski mask or like. A- yeah. I've had a lot of experiences looking at windows where I'm like, you know what? Screw them. It's I don't fine. need sunlight. Just take them out. I'll become a hermit. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm Are a well adjusted adult. <laughs> um, same. Mm-hmm, 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 um, mm-hmm. Oh, another one of the ones I liked in this one was called The Haunted House. And it's about this preacher is going to um, spend the night in a house that is uh, haunted. And then it, he would, he was reading the Bible by the fire. And then the, he, the, he heard, um, 
movement in the basement. <laughs> and then, then he'd be like, what do you want? And then, like, the, the door shut back easy-like. Easy-like. And there wasn't a sound. And then, like, it happens again. And then he yells again, who are you? What do you want? <laughs> it's just like... Oh my god and it's just like that suspense yeah like i like the longer ones in here where mm-hmm. it was more suspenseful mm-hmm. and then you know then the ghost comes after him man it's not a finger bone what was it oh oh um what was that thing about a finger in it what right something about shoot what was it oh Oh, that one, there was, sorry, I'm going back, but, like, there's the one about the alligators, about the woman who thought, like, her husband and sons were alligators? Like, that was really strange. There were a lot of really dumb ones in here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll go off to the good ones. Yeah. And then we'll go off to... The the elevator one was kind of creepy. Uh, so, okay, I want to go back to this. I'm gonna, um, this woman and the, the ghost or whatever... She started talking and it sounded like her voice was coming and going as wind blows. She told how her lover had killed her for her money and buried her in the cellar. She said if the preacher would dig up her bones and bury her properly, she could rest. And she said, if you oh, take, yes. if you take him, so good. If, you, if she told him to take the end joint of the little finger of her left hand and lay it in the collection plate in the church, next church meeting, he'd find out who murdered her. That and, is so good. And he did all that. And then... So, uh, the next Sunday, the preacher put the finger bone in the collection plate, and when a certain man happened to touch it, it stuck to his hand. <laughs> the man jumped up it. and rubbed and scraped and tore at the bone, trying to get it off, and he went to screaming like he was going crazy. Well, he confessed to the murder, and they took him to jail. And then they hang- and then they hanged him. After the man was hung? Yeah. <laughs> they found a big old sack of money. Holy shit. Forgot about that part. Yeah, I just I was just. I really liked I like, that story. It was the lo- a yeah, longer one. Yeah, the longer ones are better. Yes, like there are a lot of like the beginning ones are super dumb. Yeah. Oh. Oh, your battery's gonna die on your. Okay, because I found a bunch of articles, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, as long as your battery doesn't die. She's fine. Like the the ones in the beginning, um, they're stories that you're meant to tell out loud. Mm-hmm. And make your friends jump, and I'm like, these You're are like, just okay, yeah. Okay. These are just kind of dumb, right? So then I was trying to remember. I'm like, did they get better after that? Right, because I don't remember them being this dumb. Oh, this was kind of dumb, but the babysitter one. Yeah, I kept seeing. I don't remember what that was about. Um, it was a babysitter, and um, the phone rang, and she answered, and it was some crazy guy who was just laughing, and then. Like, a half hour later, it rang again, and, you know, he said, I'll be there soon. And then... Oh, yeah. The next time, one more hour. And then he calls again, and, uh, pretty soon now. And then, uh, then it got to, uh, she called, called, called the operator. And was operator. like... Operator! And then, uh, she called the operator back and was like, who just called me? And she goes, well, it's coming from inside the house. Ooh. <laughs> the call is coming from inside You better leave. I'll get the police. The person is calling from a telephone upstairs. You better leave. I'll get the police. Thank you, <laughs> madam operator. Very scream-esque. The call is coming from inside the house. Right? Dun, dun, dun. You know? Yes. Nothing seen scream, but you know. Right. It's fine. <laughs> a few minutes later, the police found him there and arrested him. 
The end. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh... Huh, all right. But this, I mean, the story could have been a page longer. Yeah, I would have liked a little bit more suspense. Yeah, I mean, like, I know this is a kid's book. Right. But, like... Come on, uh, give me a little bit more. Yeah. I did like the one about the elevator. It's called Room for One More. Yeah, I did like that one. Yeah, this guy is, like, woken up in the middle of the night, and he sees this hearse pull up in his driveway and the driver's like there's room for one more and he said it and then he waited again and they drove off and he was like okay cool so he woke up he thought he was dreaming he woke up and the next day he went to philadelphia and he went to get into an elevator and it was full of people and one of the passengers looked at him and said there's room for one more he said and it was the driver of the hearse and he's like, uh, you know, I'm good. I'm just going to wait. I'll take the stairs. No, it's fine. Totally. I'll, I'll yeah, get I'll the get the next one. one. No big deal. And the doors close and the elevator, uh, something goes wrong and they all die. Yeah. And it like plummets to the bottom. Yeah. It's like, oh, your weird dream saved your life, dude. Because you were just freaked out about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a premonition. It was yeah. like a... <laughs> like I finished and I went, oh. <laughs> you know, like, Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. like that one. Um, Why well, the mention of the name Sam in here? Did you notice that? Yeah, that's really yeah. weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, Chad's will be the villains here soon. So <laughs> take Chad down. Also, I know this is a weird connection, but um, Nick and I um, watched the Descendants trilogy um, of trilogy of um, movies mm-hmm. this last weekend and there's this really stupid guy who's kind of an asshole and his name is Chad. <laughs> and I'm like, ha no good Chad. No good Chad. <laughs> uh, so I uh, found a couple articles. Well, I think one of the articles I found brings up one of my most disappointing aspects of this book in particular is that it's different from the book that we read, well, that I read as a child. Mm-hmm. Because they changed the illustrations. I'm upset. Yeah. Because the illustrations were fucking creepy and I they absolutely were. They were it. the best part of the book, to be honest. The original illustrator was Stephen Gamble, I think is what his name is. I have the other book, but I can't um, see. Oh, no, I found it. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Steve, it's Stephen Gamble. Uh, Gamble? Yeah, like G-A-M-M-E-L-L. Okay. And... I mean, these are very well done, and they're spooky, and they're just... I love They're so that good. That artwork. Yeah. They're just eerie, and mm-hmm. just... They're good. Yes. But in... Oh, shoot. What? Like, the original cover has, has a clown on it, and it's freaking creepy. Yeah, that? it's like a, a scald clown. Yeah. And now it's just like a headstone with yeah, a no, knife. No, I mean, they're obviously still very good. Yeah. Um, but I'm they're just not the same. <laughs> yeah, but like you can't see it. People can't see it. But this is just creepy as heck. Um, I, I'm gonna include some of these articles in the show description because I think they're just really they're um, really great representations of the artwork. Yeah, because I found this one of like the most fifteen disturbing illustrations from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Like it's the whole trilogy, but. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's just like the real reason you remember these books. Yeah, they're is eerie. These they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily the stories, but it's the the pictures that go along with them and how haunting they are. Right. I think that's one of the reasons why these books were so, like, were banned from mm-hmm. many schools mm-hmm. in the past because of how 
graphic. Graphic it and scary they were for the intended audience of like middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny because I have the cop my copy of um, more scary stories to tell in the dark, which we can discuss next week. Yeah, and you have the new copy, right? And I have the original. Yeah, and so I, yours is gonna be we great. We can definitely sit down and just kind of go through it and discuss, mm-hmm. um, or you know, beforehand or during. Um, yeah, kind of the comparison of the artwork, and this artwork is great. Like you said, yeah, it like really this is. person, and I forget, it's like Brent or something. Brent Helquist. Yeah, great artist. I mean, they're still they're very well done. It's just it it it's truly like middle school-esque like and for yeah. the intended audience like, yeah 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 but at the time <laughs> yeah like this these books were the most challenged books of like the 1990s yeah because of the fact how scary and uh, like they, the way they depicted violence and stuff it just yeah yeah and like the and the i loved like the dripping and the yeah the ethereal feel to all of them mm-hmm. um Again, not saying, you know, bad stuff about the current one, but if it ain't broke. Right. <laughs> like this one, um, this is a, an article from, um, it's called like, it's called filmschoolrejects.com. I don't Ooh. know. Uh, it's a, in a, a 1993 interview from the Chicago Tribune. Former elementary school teacher Sandy Vanderbilt offered her comments about the material. If these books were movies, they'd be rated R because of the graphic violence. There's no moral to them. The bad guys always win. That's... Like, did she even read them? I don't know. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's the bad guy didn't murder the couple in the car. Yeah. Uh, the guy didn't get into the elevator. Like, like... Right. So they, they caught... The, the, the priest caught the murderer. Right. So they were reissued for their 30th anniversary in 2011. Oh, Jesus. And um, this new Brett Helquist was hired to... Um, placate some of the complaints about the books. So, instead of getting the images that maybe, like, give you creeps or, like, kept you up at night or whatever, you got mm-hmm. these that kind of just... They're oh, okay. They're a lot tamer. Like, they're fine. Mm-hmm. This is text copyright 1981. Yeah. Illustrations copyright 2007. But we, at the library, got these new um, editions of the books when the movie was announced. Right, which I did not know there was a movie, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Yeah, but I remember. I never, I never pay attention. I remember seeing the ad for it, and mm-hmm. there's like, and I haven't obviously read all of the books, and it didn't happen in this one. I'm assuming it happens in the third book about um, something about a spider coming out of a girl's skin in her yeah. face, and it must be in the third one. Mm-hmm. And um, in the advertisement. In, for the movie that happened to like a girl like in in like the bathroom of her school or something like she like she was and it's just coming out i'm like oh my god like it's different reading it in this like a little juvenile paperback yeah and watching it on the tv yeah Yeah. on screen i'm curious as to what ratings the movie actually got so i didn't know they were from there by guillermo del toro which i mean explains the movie the movie like yeah, how, okay. I don't know. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark came out in 2019. That's one hour and 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie description is, uh, on Halloween 1968, Stella and her two friends meet a mysterious drifter, Ramon, 
and uncover a sinister notebook of stories. Yeah, so how is it going to be adapted? And Huh, we should have watched it. I should have made you watch it. Well, we could probably still watch it before the end of the month. True. We should do that. Let's do that. (laughs) I don't know, man. You can do it. I believe in you. What's it rated? I'm sure probably are. PG-13. Okay, you can watch it. Woo! Can we watch it when the sun's up? (laughs) Yeah, sure. It's got 6.2 out of 10 stars. Yeah, I wonder what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what really matters. Right. Rotten Tomato. I put tomato. T-O-M-A-T-O. I forgot. Oh, boy. Listen, okay, I haven't had that, like, that bad of a day as you, but it's still a weird day. Yeah, I understand. Scary stories. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I see that. I see that. It's got an 80. Oh, no, that's not it. Um, (laughs) 78% tomato meter and 72% audience score. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, we'll watch it. Yay! <laughs> Sophia's gonna watch a scary movie. Ha, 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 ha. It's finally happening! <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I feel like I'm corrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want to watch? Watch. Do we want to talk about? <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about a couple of the books? We're like, okay, or a couple stories in here. It's just like, okay. All right. Sure. Um, like, I didn't get the me, Ty, Dottie Walker. No, me either. Is Tody that the, one the song? No. It's just, uh, it's a haunted house, and then, like, something kept coming down the chimney. Oh, yeah. And was it the dog? No. Yes. Well, then the dog started the dog... talking, too. Yeah, and then the dog died or something. Yeah. Okay. And then Whatever. the dog just, like, fell over dead. Like, well, that's story oh, stupid. And I would, I started reading them out loud because I was like, well, these are supposed to be told out loud. Maybe they're creepy if I tell them out loud to myself. Yeah. No, they sucked. Jump out your friends and say, ah! Boom! Like, <laughs> ah! And you're like, ooh. <laughs> also, I find it really hard to read music, so I don't know how a lot of these tunes Yeah, like, go. I can't, I can't read music. And so right. I'm like, da, 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 ooh. Right, because, like, I mean, I used to play an instrument Yeah, I don't know how poorly. I read music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't read that now. Just play it for me on the piano. Right. I can try to match the pitch, but I can't read music. So yeah, the Hearst song was just a goner. Yeah. Didn't know what was going on. I I do. The Girl Who Stood on the Grave. Do you remember that? I don't. I mean, I just read this book a couple days ago, but Um, I don't. I I remember this like sort of folktale in general. There's a story about these kids go to a graveyard and they're like, oh, you don't stand at a grave after dark. The person inside will grab you and he'll pull you under. And so the girl's like, that won't happen. That doesn't scare me. I'll do it right now. So the guy's like, well, here, take this knife and stick it in the ground. Then we'll know what you were there. Okay, that's fine. There's nothing to be scared of. So she picks out a grave and stands on it. Then she bends down and takes the knife and plunges it in the ground. And she tries to leave and she can't leave because she freaks out because she thinks something's holding her back. Oh my god. And so she's like, someone's got me. Oh my god. And when the when she didn't come back to her group of friends, they're like, oh crap, let's go find her. So they see her dead from fright on the ground and she had just stuck the knife in her dress and she couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So there was no dipshit. Oogly boogly coming to get her. She's just like, I don't know how. Trying to stab herself. I didn't even, did I not read that one? 
Maybe my pages stuck together. They look like they stuck together. <laughs> I just skipped it entirely. <laughs> I think so. I did find the a new horse one interesting where the witch would come and oh, turn his yeah, roommate into a horse. And then he, they switched spots and then oh, she turned yeah. him into a horse. Yeah. And then he turned He's like, Her just kidding. I'm going to take this saddle. I'm going to put it on you, bitch. And we're going to ride you around. <laughs> and then sold her to her husband. And then uh, he took oh, off the bridle. The horseshoes. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. Stood, there stood his wife with horseshoes nailed to her hands and feet. Uh, like, oh, uh, my God. Because he put horseshoes on her. Because he's like, <laughs> and then turned yeah. her back into a human. And she had nails in her hands and feet. Yeah. Ew, 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 ew. Maybe don't be a bitch. Yeah, maybe don't turn people into a horse. <laughs> Crazy bitch. Um, I found the one confusing about the man who goes up to a mountain to go hunting and then uh, the Fago. Oh yeah, the Wendigo. Yeah, I don't get it. Like I've heard of the Wendigo. I haven't. But... Well, it's because I, I watch a lot of paranormal stuff. So. <laughs> and I think I mostly heard it from Supernatural. I'm sure. A very good TV show, by the way. Um, but I kind of read this and I was like, okay, I don't understand what's happening. But sure. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, Plus they call this person the Indian. And it that, that threw it me like, off. This is an old book. But it was republished in yeah. 2007. And you can't change it. No, thank you. Or just, you know, native to where, uh, whatever yeah, country. Yeah, what, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sorry, whatever I, country. I don't know. It might have been in Canada. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oop, Northern Canada. Oh, it was in Canada? Yeah. Oh. But Far it's still right. indigenous. Yes. So like, something else on. but the word the Indian? I didn't like that. Nope. It put me off of the story in general. Yeah. Also, there was one in the beginning about... What were you going to say? Do you remember the attic? This guy and his dog named Sam. You know. What the hell, Sam? Sam? Sam's in every story. Yeah. Um, Every morning he went hunting and the dog stayed behind to guard the house. And one morning he was checking the traps. And he got a feeling something was wrong at home. So he ran back home and the dog was missing. And he's like, okay, I didn't find him anywhere. And so he called and he called and he called and there was no hurt, no message from Sam at all. Like, hey, do you know? No, <laughs> message like, from Sam yeah, no, no note on the, the table saying where Sam went. Um, <laughs> so he's like, okay, I guess I'm, all, I'm going on with my life, whatever. And he heard something moving in the attic and he picked up his gun and he thought, I better be quiet about this. So he took off his boots and in his bare feet... Oh, this is so he began stupid. He to climb the attic stairs and I'm like, ooh, what's gonna happen? Ooh, it's getting spooky. Yeah. And... He took one step, one after the other, after the other, and he stood outside listening, and he didn't hear anything, and he opened the door, and... Ah! <laughs> and it says, at this point, the storyteller stops, and if he has finished, as if he has finished, then someone usually asks, what if, why did Rupert scream? And they go, well, you'd scream too if you stepped on a nail on your bare feet. Jesus, so stupid. What happened to the dog? <laughs> Tell me where the fucking dog yeah, is. Yeah, like you, that's what I you care monster. about. You monster. Where's the dog? <laughs> Never know. Sam disappeared. Also, this one's creepy. When uh, her fiance or something dies and he has to like, he dances. Oh, shoot. Um, what was that about? He dances until his bones fall apart or something. 
He's like, I'm not going back to the grave until I feel dead. Oh, yeah. So he's just a corpse hanging about. And she's yeah. like, I'm on a date, dude. Can you not? Yeah. And so the date she's on is with the guy who plays the fiddle. And so he plays the fiddle and then the guy starts dancing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, keep keep dancing. He's literally falling apart. Like, keep dancing until he's dead for good. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. And she's like, well, I guess I'm never dating again. Play so. louder, cries the widow. Ho, ho, says the head bone. <laughs> Ain't we having just, fun? I picture just like a head just bouncing around going, ah, fun, so fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, a, it's just, like, a, just like a skull just chilling. No big deal. And then they mix him up and put him back in the grave. And like, well, now he can't put himself back together. And then she just never dated again. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's just kind of sad. Right? <laughs> this is about one with all the cats. Yeah. And then they're all just like, he just keeps them falling asleep and waking up. And there's, with, another, and cat. there's another cat. And it's bigger. And then every time and it's like, let's wait till Martin comes. And then he guts up and then he runs. He goes, when Martin comes, tell him I couldn't wait. <laughs> and he's just gone. All right. Right? What's this one? The ghost with the bloody fingers. Bloody fingers, bloody fingers. um, Bloody fingers. The man paid no attention. He just kept strumming his guitar, but the ghost kept moaning. Its fingers kept bleeding. Finally, the guitar player looked up. Cool it, man. He said, get Get yourself yourself a (laughs) band-aid. So stupid. But it made you laugh. (laughs) And I was like... And then I'm like, okay, fine, that was stupid. Next story, oh my god, that was the last that one was in the book. It. And the that rest was is just a bunch of notes. Bunch of notes, bibliography. Hey, he cites his stuff. It's very <laughs> nice. And it's acknowledgement. So that's, so that's fun. But yes. Yeah, that's all of them. And I thought they were more, but they are very short books. Stories. It's like 20-some stories, but most of them are only a couple pages long, so. Yeah. Um... Sorry, like, I there's do. a whole history of the Wendigo in here. Like, wow. Though, according to the legend, the Wendigo attracts victims by calling to them in an irresistible way, then bears them away at great speed, finally sweeps them into the sky and drops them, leaving them frozen stumps where their feet once were. As they're carried off, the they characteristically scream, My fiery feet! My burning feet of fire! Oh! Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes! Yeah, there's a whole bunch of information back there. So if you're really interested in it, give a guess. But I am not. I'm, I mean, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited to read the next one together. Yeah, that's, because that's the one that you're most familiar with. Yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm going to have a lot of um, nostalgia associated with that. So Right. I, I remember this one the most, I think. Right. Right. Specifically those two stories in the beginning. The... So... To for me, it was ones that I had never heard before. For you, right. it was it was a you know walk down memory lane. Yes, and so then in the next one again will be like flip flop. Um, yeah, yeah. But you still had had. Um, I think I read them. Read them all. I'm pretty sure I read them. Yeah, I just had my old battered copy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think I did. I don't know. I don't remember a lot. I have bad memory, but that's all right. Yeah, I can. This was fun. This was Is it spooky? Spooky. Spooky scary. <laughs> it's so funny because you love Halloween. Yeah. And you don't like scary things. Um, I like spooky things. Right. 
not scary things. Don't drop your laptop. I try not to. Uh, I just find it so ironic because you're like a Halloween baby. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. Um, and you just don't like you don't like scary things. Nope. <laughs> well, I don't really like Halloween very much. And you love scary things. I love scary things. I love being scared. <laughs> well, like I was watching Ghost Adventures before you came in here. As I came. Yeah. Late. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. Anyway. I think it's from my obsession with true crime stuff. I think that's really where it comes from now. Now that we dissected a, li- a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into depth in my psyche or what? <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Open I'd up rather not. It's uh, scary in there anyway. Same. Welcome to episode one of our spooky, scary, not scary, spooky, fun. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Reread. Yes. Awesome. So next week we will delve into more scary stories to tell in the dark. So we will will go apart, read it, come back together next week and talk about that too. Let us know if you read these books as children or if you're going to reread them because it's kind of fun to reread them. Mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. A nice little nostalgia. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I want to wait to watch the movie until after I've read okay. all the books. I, I can accept that. Cool. All right. So, awesome possum. We will uh, see you all next week. And thank you so much for listening and stopping in and share us with a friend if you want please we're on apple podcasts now it's very exciting we've gone like 14 episodes without being on it because i didn't understand how it worked but now i got it figured out so fun it's all good it's cool yeah on all your streaming platforms yes follow us on instagram pages and pages pod yes we post there sometimes yeah Woo! it's hard to get into habits yeah and i'm just really bad at it well like Oh, yeah. And I'm not good at it at all, so. What a good combination we are. <laughs> Teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a Dora the Explorer episode. <laughs> Teamwork. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. And you have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Happy spooky season. Woo. Bye.